Hello and welcome to the Fortune and Freedom podcast, where Nigel Farage and Nikolai Hubble give you a unique take on what's really going on in the world of finance, investing, and politics. We hope you sit back and enjoy this episode. Hello and welcome to this week in review. Nigel Farage is somewhere over America at this point in time, so we've invited Rob Marstrand, who's the editor of UK Independent Wealth, uh, to review what's been going on this week. But before we get to that, I wanted to ask Rob what you make of my Gold Summit speech, because I've sent it to you in advance for your feedback. Hi, everyone. Well, um, I think it's excellent. I mean, it looks at uh, the history of gold and how it's performed in all sorts of different situations. And it looks at the issue of gold miners, which are, of course, one way to play a story of, of rising gold. And I, th- I think everyone should try to take a look. What do you make of the key underlying argument? Do you agree with it or disagree? Because I think it's a fairly new or controversial way to look at when gold actually booms. Well, um, I mean, I think you make a very good case. Uh, I don't want to give give away too much at this point, but uh, you do explain the sort of scenarios where gold goes up. Um, And I think that's important for people to understand. It's maybe slightly counterintuitive. Um, and certainly worth anyone who has any interest in gold um, you know, having a think about. So the topic that we wanted to look at in more detail in this week in review is the topic of inflation. We've been worrying about it and commenting on it for a while, but it seems like the rest of the financial media are catching on now and people are starting to get worried. Do you think they're going to be right? Do you still worry about inflation? Well, uh, I've been thinking a lot about inflation for the last few months. And I think it's safe to say, probably in the last couple of weeks, um, my view is firming up actually that, that inflation is about to take off in a, in a bigger way than maybe I was thinking before. And that's for a long, long list of reasons. Um, I'm happy to go through those if you want me to. Yeah, you've listed them in detail in your news at UK Independent Wealth in a recent update. It's actually gone out just a few moments ago as we're recording this. But there was a particular issue that you identified in that report, which you claim is it's not new, but it hasn't been in in the news cycle for a long time. Yeah, well, I suspect the people who um, read Fortune and Freedom have seen quite a bit of commentary popping up in the mainstream media at the moment about inflation. And it's talking about things like rocketing commodity prices. So you've got, you know, wheat, corn, soybeans, oil, iron ore, copper. All of those things, um, paper pulp, all of those things have rocketed in price over the last few months or year. Um, You'll hear about how households have got high deposit balances at the moment because they couldn't spend anything during lockdown, but they've been receiving money um, from government and from their employers. You'll hear about how the Bank of England and other central banks are printing lots of money to stimulate the economy. You'll hear about how governments have lots of deficit spending, you know, all this kind of stuff. Now that all, of course, is inflationary. Commodity prices go up, of course, the price of things goes up. Naturally, if people spend more money, you get uh, generally higher inflation through what's called the, the velocity of money, simulates GDP. Government spends money, if central banks print money, that all is inflationary. But there's something that uh, I write about which is um, coming back in the UK, and it's essentially lain dormant for a long time, and it's, it's the way that banks create money, normal commercial banks, you know, Lloyd's, HSBC, Um, Barclays and so on and uh, so yeah I go into some detail on how that sit how that system works and why it hasn't worked for such a long time we're talking over a decade Um, and it's a crucial point to understand because if you add that into the mix then yes potentially 
we get quite a big uptick in inflation. And then the big question is, how does the Bank of England react? Do they do nothing? Do they do too little too late? Or do they clamp down on it and then we get a massive recession? So that's what we don't know. But the, the basic environment is ripe for inflation to really take off this year and going into future years. We had one of the most important policymakers in the world, Janet Yellen, make some comments about interest rates and whether they'll catch up with inflation. And then she had to pedal back those comments. So can you take us through what happened there? Because I think it's a signal of the sorts of issues that are going to come into play in the next few years. Yeah, well, I think, as far as I know, she was just giving a speech at some conference or, or meeting, you know, not a, not a public statement as such, but to a group of people, and it got leaked. And, um, as, you know, it was, it was the slightest hint that interest rates might have to go up. And apparently the market didn't, um, didn't react very well. How, well, <laughs> that said, I didn't read one detail. I think it was in the Financial Times. That the market went down that day before she her comment was reported so i don't know if that's accurate but it, it might be anyway whether whether she made the comments before the market dropped in the us you know particularly the nasdaq 100 or whether it was afterwards who knows but it was enough of a worry that she immediately sort of started issuing statements or getting her people to to you know brief the press that that she didn't really mean it sort of thing um, so it's clear that it's clear that they're very sensitive to any sort of suspicion that rates might go up in the US, given their extremely um, bubbly stock market at the moment. So then the next question in all of this becomes, if inflation does start to emerge and if interest rates don't keep up, what performs well in terms of investments? You've been looking into that specifically, I know, and you've found some interesting things. So why don't you tell the readers what performs well during inflation? Well, of course, we haven't, we haven't actually had high inflation for a very, very long time, or rather we've had a disinflationary period since the early 80s, some late 70s, early 80s. And that means that in the financial world, there are very few people around who were mature, experienced investors during the last inflationary period in the West, which was during the late 60s and the 70s. So, you know, it's in, and that includes me, by the way, I, sh I shouldn't pretend I was around that long. Um, but we need to therefore delve into our history and work out well, what did all right back then. And often you'll hear, well, the stock market, if you have inflation, the stock market's the place to be. Now, the problem is profits tend to go up in, the, in an inflationary environment because companies have to increase their prices to keep their profits up and the profits grow with inflation. But the trouble is if you start at an expensive level in the first place, the valuations, the PE ratios and such like go down. And what I found out is that actually most stocks did dreadfully during the early 70s, particularly in the US, where you can get information um, easily. Um, so the stuff that did well was obviously gold. Gold and gold miners are a great place to be. Um, and other precious metals. So it's a real things or, or businesses that are linked to producing real things that rocket in price. And then one or two, but very, very few um, sectors of the stock market I've found so far which did well during those inflationary periods and actually went up in real terms. So they, they not just preserved your wealth, but they went, went up and made you a profit and paid you a nice dividend and all the rest of it. And perhaps surprisingly, um, an area that doesn't seem to work very well is property. So owning homes, houses, flats. So people think that that uh, will go up during inflation, but actually what it does is it, 
it gets very volatile. From what I can see, it broadly speaking, will <clears throat> preserve your wealth over the very long term. So let's say over 10 years, but it's not somewhere you're going to make lots of money as the inflation takes off. What you're actually fighting, I mean, if you look at the UK, let's say mortgage rates are at 2% now. If banks increase their lending rates on mortgages to an average of 4%, 6%, 8%, just imagine the monumental housing crash that would happen. Um, so I'd say it's basically it's gold, other precious metals, gold miners especially, and you know one or two very niche areas of the stock markets. So if you are worried about inflation, you should be signing up to the Gold Summit. There'll be a link below this video to show you how to do so. It's free. All the videos will be free. So make sure you do sign up as soon as you can because it's going to be starting uh, within days of this video being released. Rob Master, and thanks very much for joining us. Thank you, Nick.